talking about MG at Mount Barker Auto Group in the Adelaide Hills. Coming soon. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Let's go! Going to be a very hot one today across South Australia. 35 degrees, 38 on Thursday and 29 on Friday. Perfect conditions Friday night for the Port Adelaide intra-club trial at Albanon. Um, all of the proceeds of the ticket sales going to split charities uh, on behalf of the Port Adelaide Football Club too. We can talk to Tom Jonas, the skipper, about that very soon. If you have any questions you want us to ask Tommy, you can send them through on the text line 0427 154 166. We are here thanks to Morn Team. MG coming soon to Mount Barker Auto Group. It is time for this. Agenda! Daily Agenda Bix, there's a lot to talk about too. Yes, let's start with Tim Watson. He is concerned that increased player training and movement between clubs will see fans alienated. This is in regards to uh, what happens in the NBA. Uh, let's have a listen to Tim. You know, the one thing that they weren't talking about over there, because what? it's gone past them even thinking that this is important in their game. What? They weren't talking about the fans. Not one of the people that I listen to on podcasts, and these are all the most senior important people on podcasts and on TV on ESPN. I'll get to that in a minute. Not one of them was talking about the effect it has on the well, fan. Because right? they've been anaesthetised. That's exactly them. right, though. Mm. Right. So for the fan, they don't care. Like no. They just think, oh, no, it's all about the player, it's about the player, it's about the player. Let's hope and pray, Gary. Let's hope and pray that we never, ever get to that stage with our game well, here. The AFL wants to encourage more movement. I know they do, but you've got to be so careful about that, don't you? You do. It's mm. mm. an interesting one. Can I can I break that down for what Gary and Tim were talking about? So um, for uh, the NBA fans, it's been one of the biggest player movements over the past seven days when it comes to the trade period. So two of the biggest names in the NBA. Yes. Kyrie Irving mm -hmm. traded to the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. Kevin Durant mm -hmm. traded to the Phoenix Suns. Both of those players have left the Brooklyn Nets where – Almost 12 months ago, they were deemed championship favourites mm. because they had those two players alongside Ben Simmons mm. and now Brooklyn. Our boy as well. Our boy. Mm. So Brooklyn looking like they're doing a rebuild now and doing a bit of a salary dump. Mm. This morning, before coming into our studios here at Studio Lumo, I've gone to wear a T-shirt to wear in this morning and you can see it on the camera. <laughs> yeah. I now cannot wear a T-shirt that says Brooklyn Durant. Because he doesn't play for them anymore. So that T-shirt well, within... you could, but you would look stupid. Exactly. And I'm OCD with that stuff. Mm. I can't wear memorabilia or a T-shirt of a player that no longer plays for mm. that team. So that's how quickly the player movement happens. Yes. And so I can understand what they're saying in regards to merchandising. Mm. What do you do with all of those T-shirts and jerseys? But I also love player movement in sport. I think it's something that players need to have a bit more control of, even though... In the NBA, they just there were players who literally were warming up during their match, and they said, "You can't warm up anymore. You've yeah, just been gone. traded." Yeah, it looks an interesting one, isn't it? Because the the bit that Tim and Gary left out was what happens when Isaac Rankin arrives at Adelaide or Justin Horn Francis, Jason mm. Horn Francis, Justin's his brother. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Justin Longmuir is coming up. Uh, Jason Horn Francis comes to Port Adelaide, or uh, you know, you know the Darren Jarman comes to Adelaide, or you know Gavin Wanganeen returns to Port Adelaide. Mm. So there's all those great stories as well, and there's teams that 
that uh, that go up the ladder or maintain their position. Look at Geelong. How many players came from different clubs? So there's astute trading that elongate the career of Isaac Smith and, and write a new chapter for him. Whereas Hawthorne, they want to just say, I'll oh, get rid of you. You're too old. We're going to, we're heading in a different direction. So player movement uh, is, is a vital part of our game, but I get what Tim's saying. We don't want it to be just a ring, a ring, a rosy where players play for six or seven clubs. Heard Ben Graham talking about mm. his career and how he had three teams in, you know, in one season. Now, that's just ridiculous. So, well, what's happened with Kyrie Irving at the Dallas Mavericks? As he, he has six months until he becomes a free agent. Mm. So Dallas now have six months to either, either sell him. themselves yeah. to him mm. or he might be leaving anyway. So they might go, let's get a championship out of him. Mm. And then he's going to sign with another organization anyway. And then we don't have to worry about his salary. So that's it's a different world where... We're so unfamiliar with how that works because of salary restrictions and contracts here in Australia. But it's slowly growing with free agency. And already before the season started here in the AFL, we're talking about who the free agents are in the competition and who's going to be going where. So we love the drama, I think. Yeah, no doubt. And Trade Radio has proven that on this very station, how much people get into it. Their knowledge is just getting you know, far more complex and, and they love it. And it provides hope for teams that finish in the bottom half of the, of the ladder. Let's have a listen to Justin Longyear from Frio, who was talking about Brennan Cox and the injury. Infection looks like it's cleared up. The swelling is going on top of the swelling. And now it's just about making sure, yeah, we don't put him out there too early and put him at risk of injuring some other part of his body. Ah, oh, well, it happened outside. He had a uh, skateboarding incident which um, is not ideal, but, yeah, it wasn't serious. We need to work out whether a skateboarding incident is whether he was going somewhere like on the East Scooters outside here on King William or he was on a half pipe. I think there's a big difference, right? <laughs> exactly. He had a graze. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's effectively what happened. He's fallen off his skateboard or maybe he's got young kids. He walked out and trod on the skateboard yeah. And, went, yeah. and went, up, you know, uh, over. But... Clearly, or the most likely event was that he was doing some skateboarding. He's probably going down the road or whatever, or he's going to a skate park and done something. It's Is it ideal? Probably not at this time of the year, but look, players have to live and there's a balance. And so um, if you take away all these things that, that give people release and and they, that they enjoy, then football or whatever profession you're doing just becomes a grind. And then when you're mentally not fresh, you don't perform to your best. So it's a balancing act. So you, if, if by going skateboarding for an hour, you know, every week or so is a release and it, and it fills your bucket and it makes you feel good. And that allows you then to be refreshed and, and bounce into uh, the Fremantle Dockers and play good footy. Then it's, it's, it's well done. It, and it's, it's definitely worthwhile. Uh, but, Justin Longmuir sounds like he's taking it with a pinch of salt. As long as your coach understands it and is aware of it and the club is aware of it and they say, yes, we're happy to balance out the, uh, the, the, the mental and, and the refreshment aspect of it with the potential for injury, well, that's fine. So, How far do we want to go, though? I mean, if we're looking too deeply into it, there's a lot of players at our clubs here, Rory Sloan, Travis Boak, they love having surf. a surf. Mm. So they could fall and hit rocks or a reef or – be attacked by a shark mm. as like the most dramatic thing. They're putting their their safety at risk by doing what is seemed as living their lives too. Mm. And, you know, what if you want to ride a bike? You know, bikes are 
if you're riding not on a, a bike path, they're really dangerous <laughs> yeah. in traffic because you don't, you don't control who's driving around you. Um, so there's a lot of things that, that uh, you can have an accident with. And, and similarly, if you've got kids, what's the most likely thing to happen? You're going to probably pick up some sort of lurgy three or four times a year if yeah. you have childcare and all. So what do you do? Don't spend time with your kids. How far do we take this? And, and so that's why you've got to strike a balance. And, and that's why you have a discussion with your coach and you build relationships. The coach would understand the things that, that you're into and that you like, and he would make a good call on whether he thinks that's a good thing for you or that's something you need to curtail. But I don't think – there's never a blanket rule. There's never – there's never one thing we can say, you can't do this. And we have a big list of things that you can't do. I just don't think that works. We are here thanks to Tyre Power Selected Kumo Tires at 25% off. We did have a text coming through on 0427154166. That one's um having a crack at me because it says, Jared, you better not wear your Jordan and Pippin Bulls tops again. Mm. I can promise you one thing. Yeah. You will not see me in a Jordan or Pippin Bulls top. Just won't happen. You won't see it. No, done. It's not. No, it just doesn't happen. Why not? I just don't wear them. Because they went and played for another club. What about when they finish, though? Shouldn't it be all bets off? And let's just go back to what, when we look at Michael Jordan, we only mm. look at him at one club. Yes, who the Washington you, who, Wizards. <laughs> 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 no, you're right. You definitely won't see me wearing them, though. And, and that's an interesting point, though, because this is what I uh, worry about with some players that, that end up playing at different clubs. I'm really lucky because my club is Adelaide. And if you talk to players, like if you talk to uh, Darren Jarman, he would most likely say Adelaide was his club because that's where yes. he pr provided, you know, had huge history there with his performances in the grand final and others that played for different clubs. You know, Scott Thompson, for example, started at, at uh, the Melbourne Footy Club. Nathan Bassett's another one. They would all say they're Adelaide people because it all happened at Adelaide. Mm. You know, some players, if you play three years at this club, then you go and play two or three years at this club, then you, you finish your career at another club. Where do you truly, where does your heart lie? Where's your belonging? And I think sometimes you can become a bit of a, a footy nomad and you don't really belong anywhere. And I think that's a bit sad if that's how you feel at the end of your career. Look at Brian Lake. He's probably more remembered for his premierships at uh, Hawthorne than his big career at the Western Bulldogs. So mm. we can continue talking about that. Keep the text coming in 0427 154 from the Port Adelaide Football Club. Tom Jonas joins us next.